Hello. Today we will be reading Agent 492, The Story of Hex. My name is Brandon and I'll be reading along Chapter 1. Here we go. Chapter 1 seems to be a problem. If I was to tell you everything, life would cease to exist. Planets would collide and the suns would explode. This is not because the universe would hunt me down due to the overarching information I would deliver to the masses. No. Life would cease to exist simply because it would take forever to tell. I'm sort of sad over the fact, too, because I'm really into telling stories. I could sit around and tell stories to the stars if I wanted to. I am guilty of doing so. Looking up into the sky, I know that there are people out there looking back. I only wish that they knew me and knew what was happening. RR29 is the, not the greatest place to be in the universe, but beggars can't be choosers, and unfortunately, people like me cannot be either. I've been here for a while now. I'm going to start venturing out. As I've, start, if I, as I've stuck to around a 100-meter region here on the ground. Wish me luck, stars. Six months earlier. You know what you're doing, Reggie said, as he was handing me a tool satchel from above. We'll see, I said. This was the first time that I've ever been below the code center. As my authorization levels may or may not have been 100% qualified to reconfigure the codes. You're probably wondering why I'm a coder in the first place. Well, it's a pretty boring answer. I like quoting. You see, in life, there are several different ways a person can go. People go into their livelihoods for many different reasons. However, I'm not one of those who has this mind-censoring story. You know, the number one reason I think I'm still alive is my coding experience, I said to Reggie. That's funny. You sure didn't help your case back in the Savannah region, he exclaimed. Savannah. Now that was a time. I didn't feel like Savannah had much to do with me. Savannah was a moon system that was discovered back 50 years ago. The gases on these moons gave off, that these moons gave off were important for propulsion. A fuel alternative called Elevosopher was a silver bullet to our civilization, which would help space travel 3x on time and energy. Anyways, we were there in the Savannah region around three months prior, approaching the quintuplet moon system, when gravity of all five moons started to drift our ship into the direction of one of the moons. My job at the time was a junior lexograph coder, where I would be in charge of putting quick code commands into our propulsion system, causing it to realign them, of course. Problem was, this was a strong pull causing our entire coding division to fail at realignment. Ultimately, we did not make the necessary shifts, having to pass up on the energy reserves. Don't be so hard on yourself. I wouldn't be, Reggie said. I don't know why I keep saying Reggie. I call him Rage. Not like Rage, but more like Reg. Reg wasn't even a coder himself. He was the nephew of one of the six royalty above the XRF ship. The six were a council that guided our morality and direction, cultish to me, but leadership to our people.
Reg and I, being only in our early 20s, have been a part of a lot, knowing each other since birth. We were the second generation to be born on the XRF ship, which has been an operational since the 50s, the 2050s to be exact. This ship was one of the many that began to leave Terra, Earth. I've never really seen Terra, only in pictures and videos that I've seen what it's like to be down on the Terra planet. There. Now I think I'm done, I said, as I just secured the latch on a small panel. The idea was for me to venture into the techno-mechanical skills by doing a few experiments on parts of the code center hardware. Of course, the areas where I was operating weren't too important to the mainframe just in case I screwed everything up. Finally, we can go get some food, Reg explained. Perfectly fine with me. Any idea what you want? I asked. Whatever we get, let's make it quick. I need to go over and see Jay, Reg noted. Jay's never going to go out with you, Reg, I said as I was doubtful in Reg's belief that he was going to win Jay over. Jay was this girl that we grew up with, but Reg was a part of royalty. He was destined to be with someone who fit the systematic genotype. Monarchy-like senselessness to me. Yeah, yeah, you say that now, but you don't know. She's not the problem, Reg says. I know. It's your... I was saying just as Reg cut me off. It's my parents. Yeah, I know. They just see the universe differently than us. They were from the age where people found this intergalactic travel a fascinating and interesting time. You don't? Well... I think it's wonderful, I said. That's because you're an adventurer, Heart Hex. You're like Blackbeard of Columbus, said Reg. Who? I wasn't too knowledgeable in the history of Terra like Reg was. You need to read more, Hex, Reg exclaimed. And you need to go get your girl, mister, I responded. As Reg was about to respond, the sirens went off. Did I do something wrong? Was I out of bounds on my work? Did Reg do something wrong? I was racing in my thoughts. The sirens sounded loud. They're always loud, but this time I felt my eardrums beating like bongos. Attention, all personnel, report to stationary defense. This is not a drill. Asteroid belt in proximity. This wasn't too different than previous asteroid belt encounters, I thought. We've been a part of close calls before. But this was different, way different. As I stood there with Reg in a panic, not knowing what to do, a group of five or six people entered the code center chambers. We weren't totally alone in the center, but now it was packed. The coders began to input certain information into the computers to begin sequencing a reverse swing of direction to the asteroid belt. Panic was in the air. I and Reg stood helplessly as we watched the madness ensue. We the alarm repeated a second time. Attention, all personnel, report to stationary defense. This is not a drill. Asteroid belt in proximity. I suddenly saw Reg no longer by my side. He had walked off as I was in awe of the announcement. This terrified me. Why would Reg walk off? From his best friend. No matter the reason, I continued to stand there in the same spot as alarms pounded and sequences began. The faces of the coders went to a went 
to a happy joy in a dash. Boom, said one. There we go. That's it, said another. The boiler room of coders became less panicked and more at ease. It seemed that they had fixed the ongoing problem. I didn't know entirely since the coding room didn't have a skylight like most chambers. Then, boom! A sound that sounded like we had crashed into a moon. The room grew dark. Panic reensued. What the hell is going on? Ah! The situation had amplified. I didn't know what to do. Was this my final moment? This couldn't be happening, especially to me now. I had just turned 22, and life was finally getting more exciting. I started to back up and felt no resistance. There was no wall behind me, just room. Not knowing what to do or where I was going, I continued to pace backward until I felt a wall. Turning towards the wall, I felt a door. Another alarm came on through the emergency power. This time, emergency, emergency. Oxygen levels have depleted circulation. Exit now. Exit now. Emergency. Emergency. Oxygen levels have depleted circulation. Exit now. Exit now. Emergency. Emergency. Oxygen levels have depleted circulation. Exit now. Exit now. I listened to the alarm three times. Frozen. My best friend had abandoned me. I heard the rumbling of feet as people were leaving the center. I couldn't even muster sounds to let people know I was there still. I froze. The door I was leaning against wasn't shut all the way. Due to the emergency power, I saw an amber light within the smallest room it presented. After I enjoyed the door, I entered. The pod? This was a pod, not a room. This was an escape pod. These were commonly used during the mainframe incidents or O2 depletion. People would enter the escape pod and then get magnetically drugged back towards the main docks of the ship. This is the only way I had. Everyone on the ship knew how to use these pods. They taught us these in school. I pulled down where the lever would be and felt the lever pull, which made the door still airtight. The pod lit up and now I could see everything I needed. Emergency, emergency. Oxygen levels have depleted circulation. Exit now, exit now. Less loud than before played in the background of the code center. I sat quietly for about two minutes before saying, okay. This is easy. This is simple. We're good. Then I initiated a launch sequence, pressing down on the lever. Within a millisecond, the entire pod thrusted away from the code center quarters. Immediately after, I was awaiting the maglev co cable to attach, but nothing happened. The cable had not grabbed my pod, nor did I hear a cable release from the ship to grab me. I turned to the window to see if the entire ship was blacked out. The power had been lost in that time frame. I was now drifting into space.